months. You don't understand. I started an Instagram account. It's got, if you're listening to this, can you follow the Instagram account, please? It's got 100 followers. A podcast has changed my life. Chad, it's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be met. Come on, sit down, tuck in. This is not funny. Oh. But by the same token, now TV, mm. when they do an interview, do not give a fuck about audio quality. Yeah. They just do it through like Zoom or totally. like someone's FaceTiming them on their phone. Yeah. What happened to getting them in the studio? Bit of makeup wouldn't totally. hurt. <laughs> exactly. Some of these interviewees, these epidemiologists, ugly people. We need... They're terrible lighting. Can we get hot fucking epidemiologists, please? And get them what? See, they did that with the weather crew. Yeah. The weathermen, the they weather started, men. They, they started nerdy. They started smart. Totally. And now they realised we can fucking have them out the back. Yeah. We can have them writing down what they think the word is. We just give Judd. it to this absolute model. An absolute this model. Heartbreaker. And we all love it. It's better. <laughs> yeah. And I've said this for a Sunny, long time. Thursday, Friday, clouds, not so hard. <laughs> Anyone can read the auto cue. But I've said this for a long time, and people on TV and movies should be really attractive. Mm. That's been my stance for. Because we're paying money. Totally. I do think, and I think I've said this before on this podcast, that um, attractiveness does correlate with quality. Mm. Um, in some way. I think if people are too gorgeous, it implies that the the writing's not really going to be very good in the production. And I oh. kind of would say that a similar thing applies with news. The hotter the news presenter, the more unreliable or tabloidy the news is likely to be. Well, maybe more if you look at the political spectrum, mm. the more right-wing it's going to be. If you look at, like, Fox mm. News anchors in the States, then this was the whole thing. If you, yeah. the, what's, What was his name? Um, Trump. Donald Trump. No, 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 pro- no, no. president. He was a good guy. The, <laughs> the other guy, the bad guy, who all the, the, mov- the movies was made about, the TV show, it was, like, sexually assaulting women. Oh, Roger Ailes. Roger Ailes. Yeah. His big thing, it was, like, he would yeah, he did look measure no this. He looked terrible. <laughs> he did not look nice. But he would, like, get the these really hot... Um, yes, female right. kind of commentators, news readers to yeah. come in. And they're, they're a very right-wing network. Totally. He entertainmentified the news. Whereas, like, I don't know if you've ever watched The Drum sometimes. Mm. But I, I, I've been watching a lot of The Drum the last year. Really? Yeah, I've turned into a boomer. Well, it's just on at 6pm. You just chuck it on. They're talking. It's like what Q&A should be. It's like relaxed... And they actually get stuck into the issues. They have different kind of varying viewpoints. Q and A got too about. good for its boot, too big for its boots. Q and A, I feel like when the it golf started, claps, it's just like, can we stop with the golf claps? <laughs> well, they yeah, they need a live crowd. My fam- favorite. No, they don't need a live crowd. In, in, why do they need a live crowd? Who are these nerds? And you'll probably go on. I've gone. They get 150 people to go and watch a political discussion that's like just not better, even mm, fun. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like, like like go to a like like a debate or yeah. something like at a writers. Festival. Totally. So they're going to Q and A on a Monday night. Well, fifteen years ago, Q and A kind of was debatey. I remember, like they'd it'd be about abortion or something, and then they'd have you know religious people mm. and kind of you know very pro-choice people, and then they'd hash it out. It was an interesting way to kind of get a sense of what you felt about an issue because you'd see all these different perspectives, yeah, represented. But now, yeah, it's like often a politician, and they're just kind of saying the same stuff. My favorite thing though is the crowd watching it, is because because I have been in the crowd. Did you ask a question? I didn't ask a question. I think I submitted to. Um, and then wasn't approved because they approve certain questions of course. and tell you which one. There is a possibility that you can just put your hand up during the, the taping though, right? So in my mind going in, maybe the night before or something, I dreamed of putting my hand up and like making a great point. Like and that is like, classic classist policy <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. from a liberal government that has lost sight of the people that voted them in. <laughs> 
they cheer you on. <laughs> they pick me up. They put me on the panel. <laughs> you get to be on there now. <laughs> now I'm the sports minister. Oh, dude. But when I was in the room, I think it just it, it made it so clear how nerve-wracking it would be to actually ask a question. Like I was nervous for the people that were on the panel yeah. because there's something that, I mean, comedy, as you know, like when you start, often you're going to want to get a laugh in the first 30 seconds. You, that's one of the rules. And God, it makes you feel better when, you know, you've, you just get some feedback from the crowd. But this is the opposite of that. It's just they get straight stuck into like their little, well, their answer to the first question, basically, or maybe they're introducing themselves. But it's so smart. No feedback. But the way they split the crowd is like, instead of being like, they'll go like, they split it by like Australian political parties that people mm. align with. So it might be like uh, 42% liberal Nats, maybe. Oh, they do. And then actually. it might be yeah. like thirty-eight uh, percent, uh, whatever, um, Labor Party. Then maybe fifteen percent Greens and like mm. Independent, whatever, or people that are on the fence. Which is so annoying because then it's just like you see the the smarmy Labor politician be like, well, you know, maybe yeah. if he supported the unions, boy, and then they're, they're clapping, clap, and then yeah. the Liberal Party guys like, well, we want to give more power to the work, and they're like <laughs> clapping. It's like they should stack it. Just one week we go all yeah. hardcore alt right people. Yes, and next see week how the Greens minister does in front of that dude. Crowd. Totally. Yeah. The, oh. be- the best one I ever watched was um in far north Queensland. And oh, um, sometimes they too are. it was sick. It was so good because someone asked a question about mm. people getting taken by crocodiles in Townsville and the Greens minister that was on the panel was like, well, maybe, maybe you shouldn't go down near where the crocodiles are. <laughs> and everyone in the crowd was <laughs> like, you fucking idiot. Bob Cat is on the panel being like, this is a fucking problem with everyone south of Townsville. They don't get it. Yeah, those ones seem good. My favourite thing about it is just watching how nervous the question askers get though. Because you'd be terrified. Often, they're the type of people that like the biggest know-it-all in their group of friends slash family is someone who's asking a question on Q and A. Yeah, these are know-it-alls. These are people who are yelling at their TV every day, yelling at the news with their insufferable with their opinions, overloaded with opinions. So much so they've gone to a live audience to speak in front of this forum that's televised across Australia and, it's, and they you know stand it's, up with, like, confidence. It's probably <laughs> also a phase. They're probably in this weird five-year phase of being really into politics. That's what I think. <laughs> They're all, like, 52. It's so funny to accuse a 55-year-old man of being in a phase. Oh, well, he will get over <laughs> and be like, nothing really matters. Wait till you have grandchildren, mate. You will simply connect with them and stop watching the drum every day and it won't be as much of a priority for you. But they stand up really confidently and then they often just fucking crumble it's like yeah. i almost watched q a for that recently and the the, the it, pressure the extra fun thing because you want to laugh you want to clap at the end of your question right that's got to be the goal oh that would be and great if you don't that but would be a lot like of them swing and miss with that like it'd be pretty good to be like doing clap. stand up and carson not inviting you over to the couch <laughs> yeah. you'd be like it probably went well but it's a failure <laughs> and you know how sometimes like they cross back to the question asker so sometimes it'll be like oh a follow-up yeah so a question will be like Question asker will be, my um, question is for Bob Catter. Don't you think that, you know, having such a populist approach and focusing on kind of trivial issues like crocodile deaths, you are, you know, distracting from the big um, big problems in our society like climate change. Yep. Bit of a clap. Then they go to Bob Catter. Bob Catter goes, oh, you know, fuck you. Crocs are pretty bad. Yeah. Though. <laughs> exactly. And then sometimes they'll go back, oh, like, was that satisfying to you, question asker? Like, do you have any follow-ups? And then... Sometimes they will have had their hand up because they want to respond and then they'll respond to Bob Catter. But recently what they've been doing, well, I mean, maybe like last year during COVID, there's only like 10 people in the crowd. Yeah. For some reason, Hamish McDonald was was hosting. He would, while the questions being answered, make his way up into the crowd no. physically. 
sit down next to the question asker and then when the question's been done being answered, they will, he will put the mic in the face of the person who asked the question and without them asking for this and ask them their thoughts. And often they have no thoughts. No, well, you just That's when the they question. crumble because they've planned the question, they've rehearsed the question and now like the they're host not, is there yeah, with dude. mic and face and they're quivering. They're not ready to they're debate f- Craig Kelly. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that guy's like primed. He's ready to roll. He's sending text messages to everyone. professionals. <laughs> they've been doing this for decades. It's just like it's this guy watches the drum every day and he's like, oh, I do have a question. <laughs> exactly. And you just see them like, oh, it's fantastic watching their egos shrivel, particularly when they seem quite smug and annoying at the beginning. Well, Hamish McDonald left as well. I think that's he probably he signed up to a job thinking it was desk bound. <laughs> He's up and down. He's like, now I've got to get a, I've got to get a Fitbit. Are you kidding me? That's what I signed up for. It's a breach of contract. Bro, thanks, projects. Sit me on the yeah, fucking desk. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not I'm walking not around. Doing laps. Is he? Exactly. Um, remember when the guy threw the shoe? Oh, that, that was, was like the peak of Q and A. That's not too bad. I really liked that. That was unreal. So that that was that's icon- that's like to throw the shoe. Yeah. It should be they all get shoes. But then he And copied, then if they don't like it, he copied to... the shoe from the Iraq. You know how someone threw a shoe at uh, George W. Bush? Oh yeah. In Iraq. And I feel like that one was so iconic and it was like about war. Whereas this one was about God. No, but knows wasn't what. he wasn't he um what do you call Maybe it? Maybe it was about it was the like war. a shout out to um You think it was a throwback? Well it was like kind of referencing the shoe. It was mm. symbolic. Because how it is tied up in all that Iraq stuff. Yes, I, yeah, I wonder why he threw the shoe. Should we look it up? I think it was over the wall. Because he's was... like, you're a war criminal, I'm going to throw the shoe. I feel like it was about that. It's not... Uh, watching, uh, sorry about How did you get that up so quick? Uh, Q&A with the... Uh... That's Q&A, special with the former Prime Minister, John Oh, no, no, no. Oh, Oh, It wasn't even anywhere It got a clap. And then see if John okay, Howard has well, anything to say. Okay, well, we apologise. Okay, obviously we apologise for that. That's all right, don't worry, don't worry. And, uh, don't worry, yeah, it's actually No, bad. Tony then scolds him. He'll be like, we'll not put up. I think if you play it really? further, if there's more, I think he said, we don't put up with that here or something like that. Interesting. I might be wrong, but I have a memory of him saying something similar. No, forget it, forget it. Forget okay, you're watching <laughs> Rough. Yeah, he's killing. <laughs> he's like, I'm a war criminal. That's not going to phase me. <laughs> Relax. This every day. That's right. As the gentleman just said there, if that's all I've got to throw, yeah, you nothing to worry about. Okay, you're watching a Q&A special, uh, uh, quite a lively one with the former Prime Minister, John Howard. Oh, oh okay. It. I swear there was something else. I reckon maybe at the end is when maybe you'd... You'd collected your thoughts and you'd be like, and by the way, here at Q&A, if you throw shoes... Yeah, fucking... you'd kick you out. This is, this is where white people come to celebrate <laughs> everything good we've done in the world. It is funny you to, come be, to throw it. be like, walk over and be like, ah, relax. Like, it should affect you to some degree. You know Tony Jones used to be on 700 grand a year? What do you mean? For Q&A? Yeah, there was a big leak of ABC salaries for oh, like five or good. six years ago. And it came in and everyone was like, what? Grand. 700? <laughs> What the fuck? He works on Monday night. That's all he does. I feel Just like take that as a, we'll take that as a comment. A That's lot of, it. A lot of, yeah, exactly. A lot of those salaries, it's like, yeah, it's just competitive, right? Like what would some other network pay you? So you've got to pay them a certain amount, someone No really one's good. paying Tony Jones 700 grand. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, is he going to Channel 10 for 700 grand? They're to not going to do Q&A unless it's like... A, it goes back to, he's not hot enough. He <laughs> the, isn't hot enough. The only network that would have him is is um, ABC because 
SPS wouldn't have him because he's white. Mm. And then the other commercial team is just not hot enough. He's, he's not hot like, enough and he doesn't have a certain... Like, he's not going to have a take on... Um, they couldn't pop him on the panel on Studio 10 in the morning and throw to... <laughs> To um, what's that guy, Johnny Coleman? He simply, Did he die recently? He the guy selling vacuum it. cleaners. I'm not sure. That would be a great move for him if he moved into like the Danos Dirac world. It really would be tempting, I think, if you had integrity <laughs> to just <laughs> to go to have a career where you seemingly honour that integrity. Yeah, and kind of yeah push for presumably his part of his mission would be you know intellectually kind of stimulating slash politically important things, and then. Yeah, late in life, just go fucking infomercial. Yeah, just full for not much money because the infomercial people probably wouldn't want you. Well, he's he is a good talker. He can he can multitask. He's got he can listen (laughs) to someone in his ear. Totally, he can throw to things like he's a professional broadcaster. Totally, I'll give him that. Seven hundred. Seven hundred's good money. Good lord, unbelievable money. Speaking of big money, Mm. Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh yeah, she went down. The article I read, read today mm. was so bizarre because it was like, yeah, she's convicted of five counts of what. Mm. And they were like, she looked quite sad behind her mask. Yeah. And then every other day she had kissed her lawyers goodbye and hugged them. And today she did not. And I was like, I reckon that's because she just got convicted and is going to prison. <laughs> They're fucking scrounging for details in these court things because they can't film in there if it's yeah. not an open court. So they have still like someone's sketching. The sketching is like apparently is that she, what we're doing. We're still sketching. Still sketching. I mean, when just I see the sketch artists, I'm one like, person. Just give one person a phone. Post, one person gets a phone. Post OJ, we can't have a sketch. I'm sorry. We need more than a fucking <laughs> sketch to for me to care. I'm not reading the article. I'm sorry. It is so funny. Yeah, it's it, that'll be a hard thing to explain to this younger generation of kids mm. that are growing up with someone, and then they yeah. see on the news. The sketch, and they'll be like, why did they paint them? And you'll be like, well, for some reason, yeah. that's the only time you're not allowed to take a photo. And it's like a weird loophole because it's like, okay, at some point they must have been like, yeah, there's open courtrooms where they film it, which you know, in America yeah. there's been prominent examples of that because it's like open justice. People, We want people to see that there's justice being done in there. I think that's often the justification. Plus it'll fucking rate like crazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> pop it on. Pop but, it on TV. But then, you know, other times they're like, it would could you know distract th- from things It makes... Uh, the jury members kind of more easily gotten to, and it kind of mm. changes their minds before the. Well, they, they might the want to become stars. What the jury? The jury. People. They're like, there's going to be cameras. Well, exactly. If I say I could be the spokesperson for the jury, oh my god, I don't have to do Love Island anymore. Yeah. Bang, I'm into a media group. <laughs> Imagine I get that practice. You radio get arrested. Job in you walk in. The twelve of your peers, they're all just fucking like Love Island contestants. <laughs> These are the dumbest guns you could find. <laughs> they're all fucking. <laughs> they don't understand. Yeah, they're. <laughs> Rubbing each other under the... You're like, no, you're on Do not jerk him off. I'm <laughs> telling the yeah, bit where I'm innocent. This is the best bit. Don't come. No. This is the best bit. You're really going to want to listen to this, guys. I swear to God. Stop thinking about what you're going to say in the interview afterwards. But um, I think it's a funny, like, I don't know, middle ground or kind of like loophole mm. where they were like, clearly, okay, if it's a closed court, no cameras, mm. no photos, right? It's going to be closed court. And then someone was like, what if I drew what was going on? <laughs> and some and judge like, back in the day is like... It's like hate stories. Oh, like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Drawing's yeah, not can, real. Fucking, I suppose we can't. Because, like, where's the line from drawing? It's like, you can't draw too well. What if it's a doodle? You know what I mean? Dude, what you if they got... can't stop from drawing a little cartoon. That's so funny. That the sketch artist gets quite political. And he's just like, he draws the, the person with a gun in their hand. Like a, someone up for murder or something. <laughs> well, I feel like it is maybe the most serious drawing you can do. Like, if you're a... 
I suppose political cartoons are kind of serious, but like drawing the the, the accused. But it's it. also maybe I mean, drawing a suspect as well. Oh, you'd want to get you'd want to get it wrong. Well, actually, do you want to get like what does it matter? Because then they take a photo of them getting out of the police car or whatever. Like we, the only advantage of the sketch is if you could somehow get them like sweating on the. But stand. even then, it's like you drew it. Like you added this way. Well, you like, know I who would believe ha- it. You know, you know? Hate a these. photo is compelling because you're like, oh wow, that's what it was like. But a drawing, it's like. Who drew this? Like, are they trustworthy? Like, because it would be, that'd be like maybe a, a court sketches scandal. It's like they're drawing pimples that aren't there and stuff. They came <laughs> real ugly. Yeah. You made her nose a bit bigger than usual. This is. That's what the person accurate. on trial gets real angry about. It's like, I'm way hotter than exactly. that. Yes. Sketch artists would hate this conversation, by the way. Probably. They'd probably have a lot of integrity. It's probably part of their code. They probably swear an oath. Dude, there was. Never to lie. There was, um. There was like ratios must be spot on. A robbery across the road from my house the other day. Yeah. Woke up. There's police everywhere. Fuck off. Loving it. I sat out on the balcony with a coffee. Yeah. There was like eight police. You're drawing them. And then the special um, eight detectives turned up. Special detectives? Like they turned, they weren't, they were like clothed police. And they were dressed like they were going. They were clothed police. Yeah. like As opposed to the nude police. Yeah. They send the nude (laughs) ones early. And I was like, this is. Welcome. This is a case for the nude police. (laughs) I am useless. I don't have any of my equipment with Dude, me because I'm nude, but I'm fucking good. It's cold. It's crazy here. at the height of like... <laughs> Just here for the vibe. Of trashy reality TV like five years ago. That mm. didn't get pitched. It's like police. <laughs> but what did. if they do yeah. their police work? nude? Okay, so a lot of police people, these people, they're working long hours, right? They're kind of having don't trouble have... motivating each other. They need someone to pep mm. up the energy. Yeah. They come in, woo! We're naked. <laughs> did you see anything? Look at me, I'm <laughs> naked. Like the body. <laughs> Like the body that we found. It's like me. But me, no blood. Me. Blood, no blood. I'm clean. <laughs> These are the bits they're doing. We're like, been a nude police for two years. It's the best. You just compare yourself to... It's like the police force. Pun or they, they need to rebrand as well because of, you know, a lot of bad stuff they've been mm. doing. So, like, what if we're naked? Give everyone a little treat. <laughs> yeah. That would be it. Because, you know, New South Wales police... Um, and like a lot of the, they have like Twitter accounts trying where they're trying to be, be funny. funny. What yeah. if they try and be sexy? Just try to be sexy. They have like porn accounts. Dude, they should only recruit hotties. <laughs> yes. That would be awesome. Every profession needs to be as hot as possible. Then Dude. we'll start showing them some respect. Well, these special detectives turned up. They were dressed like they were going to a music festival. They had mm. all the two, there were two guys. They were both like in their late twenties, had like short shorts on. Like a tight black shirt, like around their muscles. They had like black ASIC joggers on, like Nike caps, like slouch caps, not slouch caps, but like quite low. They looked fucking cool. Dude, they had bum bags over there. Like, God, they look like dealers. It looked like they were selling drugs. Maybe they just come from being undercover or something. But they, I (laughs) went in. It's funny you come from it. They're like, just as a clown. Sorry, another gig. Yeah. 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 Tough economy. Pedophile clown thing that I'm in. Anyway, Anyway, there was a robbery, was there? Yeah. (laughs) I might actually turn to a nude cop now to get out of this clown. (laughs) To be fair, I feel like the nude cop thing would work when you are being interrogated, if you're like a a witness or something or a suspect. If they're like, good, good cop. Bad cop, nude cop, dress cop, and then dress cop. I'll talk to the dress cop. So then, but then that's the thing. It's like they're the good cop. They're like, don't make me send him in here. The nude guy. Well, have they ever <laughs> tried to get the answers out of you? He's so nude. The he nude looks dude. fucking disgusting. Well, have like, they okay, ever tried that as a torture? You know, torture tactics mm. quite often are quite bad. They're like in, waterboarding. They're mean. Yeah. They like. Um, you know, pinch your, your dick. I, I don't know what they oh, do. they're doing. Worse than that. <laughs> they like they cut into you. you. What if oh, they got torture so much. They got someone in to like sexually gratify someone, mm. but do it like so it was torturous, and they had to like reveal their secrets. What do you mean? So they never let, they never let you 
finish. Yeah, till you tell the secrets. God. Would you reckon, reckon they've I tried could tolerate that? that? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be happy to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose, yeah, you really got me. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, see yeah. how I go tomorrow with this torture. Yeah, God, yeah, let me maybe do another session, hey? Exactly. But that could work. Yes. I feel like it's carrot versus stick, you know? And I want to be fucked by the carrot. <laughs> Put the carrot in my ass. I feel like then it's just bribery. And then people would be committing crimes for the bribery process to find out the information about the crimes. Because if yeah. every time you were suspected of a crime, they got someone in to tickle your nipples. Tickle you. Then I feel you. like people would be like, oh my God, you caught me stealing CCs from the corner <laughs> store again. <laughs> I guess you're going to have to cuff me. Yeah, there'd be some <laughs> weird kink, kink people getting involved. Yeah, I think so. Well, look, these guys, so the cool dudes turn up. Mm. And they're, so at this stage, there's probably like 10 police out the front of my house. Far out. It's at like 7 in the morning. Far out. And I, That's scary. People are in your neighbourhood, they're robbing. So this is where it goes. But I was like, I don't reckon this is a normal robbery if they've called the special oh, detectives. true. I reckon something else is at play. Oh, my God. And then so I was like nosy neighbour. I opened the door. Sam, this is crazy. This is like started as like we're just chatting, you know. Now it's like this is a true crime This podcast. is true crime. You've taken the advice from Ren on. To make You've it better. You've changed Dude. the style of this podcast. It's now got a mystery. So I went out to talk to them and we'll talk about this on the next episode. <laughs> I was thinking about that today, how, like... We need a cliffhanger. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Isn't it weird that, like, in TV shows, like Squid Game, for example, mm. you know, you watch that, like, there's uh, two more seasons coming out, apparently, and the end, it ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah, love it. And at that point, when the, the people who make that show made it, they didn't know they were getting a second season. In fact, it's they're incentivized to leave it on the cliffhanger so people start demanding a second season so they get paid more money and get to do yes. another job. I thought and that's that quite common. It was a cliffhanger, but I did tie a lot together. Oh, no, totally. Answered a lot. There was one storyline. they that... leave mysteries. But my point is other jobs don't get to do that. If your accountant <laughs> was like, here's your tax. Oh, you want to know about what happened in June? Well, find out next year. <laughs> You're going to have to go with me again. <laughs> I don't know. You could do this on stage. That's pretty good. Other, what other jobs are there? I don't know. Like, construction? Um, it's mechanics. like, oh, you want there to be a bathroom, do you? Yeah, that's good. Well, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing for each thing. Mechanics? All. Me- oh, I changed the, your two front tyres. The back tyres? Are they? <laughs> they, they, could be right. them? they could be wrong. Come back next year to find out. <laughs> You'd report them to the ACCC straight away. Exactly. No, this comes to in cliffhangers again. <laughs> this is misleading and deceptive conduct. <laughs> But it's the same thing. Well, then we could argue that TV companies, we're the viewer, we're consuming their product. I pay Netflix for well, it. I mean. It's just it's gone a up. less satisfying product to ins- to make misleading. me have to pay more money for a subscription next year yes. to, to get the satisfaction. I want all my art to tie up in a neat little bow, no ambiguities. I want to live in a tiny little I want little every question answered. Yeah, exactly. Personally, I want to zoom in and ask them questions and have them answer it. Well, they could do. I would love to go to a Q&A on TV shows I like. I've always thought about that. Anyway, so... so you want Q&A Tony Jones, but it's just like... Squid Game. <laughs> Tony <laughs> Jones. He should, He got that big. He should have done... He didn't have the foresight to see what he had going. He, if they he, should have Did he own the though. format of Q&A? Surely not. ABC would have you can't him. own Q and A. Like, I mean, but that brand, it I just suppose. popped so hard with that Twitter. The perfect time on Twitter. Yeah, you know, whatever, with totally. Nerds. I'd have loved yeah, to... Yeah, do a movie one on a Wednesday. Yeah, do why didn't they ever do on that? Monday. It would have, I suppose, like, what do you call it when it diluted the, the product? The seriousness of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if they, 
had like a, a, a Tiger King like, one on the Wednesday. Turns into twenty to one. Alexi Toliopoulos on there. Oh, telling. Alexi <laughs> on. I've seen not to go back to Q and A, and I will get back to the mm. story. But um, my a guy we know. I think we watched it together. Corey White mm. was on Q and A one day, and we watched it, and it was crazy to watch someone you know in totally. the hot seat. Yeah. Just being like scary. Well, I remember when Josh Thomas was on, and mm. I watched it, and I was like, "When comedians go on, it's so funny." Yeah, but <laughs> I was also you'd like, "Be nervous." It's like, "Oh my god, I've got to be serious." Dude, but I've got I have a few good points because you you get a few sit outers. Like totally. when they talk about Afghanistan, you're like, "Look, I don't, you, know, you can say some platitudes." I think war's bad. I don't really know enough about kind of foreign affairs. You're scrambling for a joke about it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, "Well." <laughs> War is bad, but you know what else is bad? The aircon level in this room. Am I right, Tony? Turn it up. Get a bit hot in here. But then, yeah, you can't do that with everything. You've got to have a few kind of serious points, which, like, I mean, I would find more scary than doing Well, beers. I found it scary when I watched Corey and Josh Thomas because mm. I was like, I know these guys. These are, these are as smart. Like, I'm not that smart, mm. but they're not that much smarter than me. <laughs> yeah. At least when I watch other mm. people on there, I'm like, they're, they're qualified, smart people. Mm. And then watching Corey on, who did well, and he was talking yes. about a lot of his experience in the foster system. Yeah, like he did well, but I was like, don't ask him about the two hundred fifty bucks he owes me from two thousand and seven. No, when was it? Must to twenty fifteen or something? You rise up out of the crowd. Yeah, I got a question, mate. I've got a bit of personal a grievances. <laughs> I did submit a question about uh, going to war in Afghanistan, but this is the other question, Corey. <laughs> Mate, good to see you. Do you remember Been when I a while. drove your stuff from <laughs> Melbourne to Sydney? Do you remember that, mate? You said you were going to buy me a dinner as payment. <laughs> I dropped it off at the factory theatre, Century Office. You never gave me the dinner. <laughs> never heard from you. After you, you got what you wanted, what you needed out of me, kind of, yeah, but it went incognito. Ah. Any question for that? Ah, Tony Jones is like, please throw a shoe. This would be better. Tanya Pipsack, what, what are your thoughts on that? What do you think someone she a, did she's that? She's like, well, it sounds like a bit of a dog act. <laughs> I agree. Start trying to get a round of applause going. Like, give me a round of applause. <laughs> everyone hates you. Um, so I go, to, I open the door. Mm. They're all out. And you, you go in there. I go into the crime, not the crime <laughs> No, not. <laughs> you go into the door. Not into um, the crime scene. You went, you saw cops investigating You've a been house. to my house. Oh, yeah. So it's a very narrow street in a city, Sydney. <laughs> Hang on, so you're justifying the fact that you went into a house where there was a crime scene on Mate, because of how narrow there. the streets are. It's like I'm back, I'm practically already there in my house. It's such a thin street, I'm already in there. I'm already on the porch, basically. No, 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 no. I open the door. And when you open my door, they're on the street. My door, I, I open, I'm on the street. That's okay. As soon as yes. I open my house door. It's a nice. tiny terrace house, right? <laughs> I open. cannot stress how small this house no, is. No, it's actually big. Living it goes, very I've modestly, got a backyard. Sam. It goes very through. Modestly. Whatever. You Don't know. want anyone to think. I've done all right for myself, guys. <laughs> anyway, I get out onto the street. Mm. There's like, they're all there. They look at me yeah. and I'm just kind of snooping. And someone mm. had just walked past with a dog. Yeah. And they were like these old boomers and they were like, anything we need to be worried about? And they were like, ha, ha, ha. Keep going through. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> Answer the question. So I go I go in and I'm like, I'm like walk up to them. My girlfriend's there, loving. She's loving the whole thing. Like normally she doesn't oh. wake up till midday. Girls love And then I wake her up and I'm like, there's cops out the front. They and she's it. sprung into action. Oh and she's God. like talking about theories. She's like, oh, yeah, no, I think it's definitely. They knew the, they knew the perpetrator. Do you know the people over there? No, this is the thing. I know my next door neighbour and the other people on the other side. And they're like... There, this there was a, it's a couple with a young baby mm. in this house. Oh, I don't like this. No, so I straight away was like, "Is it DV?" That was my first. Mm. I was like, "This is a domestic violence situation." But I'm like, "Why would the special detectives be there?" Mm. And then 
I heard like there was a burg a burglary, and then mm. I'm like, still they don't send a special detective. Someone breaks into your house anyway. So I I wander over. Mm. I leave my door open for a bit, so they're looking in. They walk past. They say hi. I was like, do you, anyone want a coffee or anything? Like I was bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I really, was, you I offered was like, them coffee. You're a goss getting. Champion, dude, you're the king of it. I would be like, Leave "Do you want a coffee?" Favor. And then under my Corey breath, would I'd never be like, do that. Hey, cab, hey, cab, you dogs, <laughs> fuck off off my street. But what happened? You literally run a gig with me, me called a cab, <laughs> and then <laughs> cut to a few weeks later, you're like, "Oh, I need, can I make anyone a macchiato? <laughs> can I interest anyone dude, in a piccolo?" When I grew, I grew up. Did I? I've told you when I grew up, mm. I used to work at these golf courses, and there yes. was an unwritten rule: the police turn up, they play golf, you give them free golf. That's crazy. Under the assumption they'll protect, they'll keep a lookout for you if there's any break-ins or any. If you've got any trouble, their job anyway. They're friends. No, no, no. But you've what got a, to butter what their bread. Whether you're meant to um, give an accountant a uh, free. Is this of another bit? <laughs> <laughs> Your references are only accountants. Just in case you need some accounting done. No, you pay them for the accounting when you need the accounting done, and they pay you for the golf when they need the fucking golf. Those are services that no, everyone's providing. No, 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 no. But you're never worried for your life with mm. it when you're at your. Well, maybe you are with your accountant. Oh, like, yeah, the numbers. <laughs> Scary, very scary. <laughs> anyway, so I finally, mm. I get Jules, my girlfriend, and mm. I'm like, well, we're going out. We're going into the heart of the, because the, it's like they're all on the corner. Yeah. And we go out and we're like, hey, how's it going, guys? And they're like, hey, what's up? What's going on? And um, we're like, yeah, so we live at 116. They're like, what'd you hear last night? And we oh, were like. Now you're, yeah, now you're in. Now you're and in. we're like, oh, we're home. We're done here. And we're like, yeah, we didn't hear. Anything and the woman what, looked. What would we be listening out for? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of crime? Well, I was like, what? what? Tax fraud? <laughs> was it someone yelling on the computers? Maybe an accountant? <laughs> the stereosonic boys don't turn up for. <laughs> I'm there again, trying to do a bit. <laughs> We're talking spreadsheets. <laughs> I'm like, do you want to? I'll leave this on a cliffhanger. <laughs> I was home last night. If you want more, you'll have to come in and have a coffee with me. <laughs> yeah. I'm making them scones at this point. You gotta look up. You gotta review. You gotta like. You gotta subscribe. <laughs> then I will tell you. I'm handing out flyers at the podcast. I'm like guys, it's got the good stuff. Something you could learn about. You oh. know. Anyway, so I'm in there and I'm like, yeah, we didn't. Well, we didn't hear much. And this woman, this police officer, looked at us like we were, we were the criminals. She was like, you didn't hear anything. And we were like, no. And then she went, it was pretty loud. And I was, and then left it at that. And we were like, wow. what? And we, we were like, oh, sorry, we just bought a new, this, we bought a new fan from Harvey Norman. And, it's like, yeah, and the fan's like very loud. for not listening. Anyway. It was night. You were asleep. So I was like, why, why, why are you all here? Because there was like eight of them. Yeah. I, was like, I then was quite serious. I was like, do I, do I have to be quite worried about yeah. anything going on in the neighbourhood? And she said, no, no, no. There was noise going from, from 11 p.m. through to 5.30 Oh. And then she said when a man entered the house that wasn't allowed to be in there. Whoa. And I was like, what does that mean? And she goes, did you get a look of the man? And I was like. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I saw the man. And I've waited till now <laughs> to bring up and describe the man. I offered you coffee. I came over. I initiated a conversation. We were talking about noises. And I've been having a memory of a man of the a whole man. time. Well, I've, I've, I, in the it. moment, you know, because, you know, I, I take creative license with comedy sometimes. I thought... I was about to be like, I can make up a man on the I spot. Can, so I easy. can think of a man. Yeah, I know heaps of men, more men than women, to be honest. <laughs> I can come up with a man. But then I was like, I can't do it or whatever. No. So Did like, you feel obligated? Is that your level of, of people pleaseriness? 
Where she's like, do you say, man, your instinct was to make up a man? No, I wanted to be involved, Tom. I wanted to keep my, I wanted totally. to be involved. I wanted to be there till the end of the case. Yeah. Because this is where it goes. And I was furious with jealousy. Yes. The lady from the other side of the street. No. Here's this. And she looks out. She goes, I saw a man. I saw a man. Fuck And off. we're like, are you kidding? <laughs> you describe him to me and I'll describe him to the police. <laughs> yeah, come okay. to me. You're busy. I'm really good at describing men. So, like, you just tell me exactly what You probably like. would get it wrong. You wouldn't understand yeah, the dick yeah. size you're getting, or the you're balls. You're not a man. Like, I yeah. know, like, the proportions and, like, the really key things to describe. So she comes over and then the lady just pretends we're dead. So we're still standing there. And then oh. she goes over. And then this is where I wanted to go to. Gets out the notepad. And I was like, she's going to fucking sketch. Oh, my God. You saw her sketch. She's going to sketch the man. No, she started writing details, mm. which was like, whatever. Then she said, would you like to come down to the station to give a proper description, which I guess is where the sketch guy lives. Yes. Or works or whatever. Lives. <laughs> yeah. He can't afford rent. He's not allowed to leave. They're not paid very well. You have to be here to draw. And then he's just in a cage down the bottom. <laughs> They're paid in drawings of money. That's how it works. He Slide draws it. the money, puts it in his fake bank account that he's drawn as well. He's living in a little cupboard at the, at the cop shop. Um, and she was like, yeah, I, I guess that's great. Oh, that's oh. what I should need to do. And the woman was like, thank you so much. And then when I put her in the cop car. Oh, my God, she's just driven off. And then took her. And then I was left with the other police. And they were like, you need to just go back into your house. But was someone whatever. hurt? We don't know. They said we had nothing to worry about. Yeah, but that's kind of what that's. And then I saw the couple in the house the other day. And I wanted to go over and be like, hey, what happened the other day? But I didn't want to. Oh, you saw them since and they both look fine. The baby's fine. I think it was drugs. What was drugs? I think maybe there was, it was, this is just, well, I've got nothing to back this yeah. off, just my hunch. Yeah. They knew someone, it was related to drug related something. I think they might have been selling drugs, buying drugs. Yes. Or whatever. And I live in quite a nice area. So it is crazy that this could happen, but you never know. And it's quite a nice house. Yeah. And it was, so they, 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 they said the they noise? knew. Were they, they knew, having a party or something? Or they knew, no, there was like loud noises like, Bad noises, like people yelling and stuff for that bangs like, and stuff to the point where someone went went in. Yeah, at five thirty. Yeah, that shouldn't have been in. But and then, they had to but call the pl- and but fled. Bef- the but house. before that, oh right, okay. So someone's come to threaten them, maybe for a debt. Dude, that could be it, like drugs. a standover. Well, I think drugs. Totally, I read a thing saying it all comes down to drugs in this country. <laughs> That was general thing, not about this. No, at all. Like at every crime, if you follow it back, yeah. there's drugs involved in it. Some, someone's involved in drugs someone's in the tree. Someone's had a Panadol. No, <laughs> proper illegal drugs, Tom. Totally. Because I suppose, I reckon a lot of crimes are quite scary to commit. So I think... Yeah, that's even why the, it's risk-reward. A lot of them are for, you know, there's desperate people that are desperate for drugs and then that's why they're in a state where they want to commit a crime. Uh, I think a lot of robberies would be that, for example. Yeah. But then I've also heard that, yeah, if, if you're going to like rob a, not a bank, but like go rob a 7-Eleven or something, often they will take drugs before to like hype themselves up. Yeah, I'll do meth sure. or whatever. Which, oh, yeah, maybe I'll, not meth, yeah. Or speed or whatever. Like you do, oh, if I was going to rob, if I'm at the point of rob, I may as well do meth. May as well. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. just having a coffee or something like and going in like, put your fucking hand on the ground. Have you seen the movie? Have you seen the movie Two Hands? Yeah. You know the bank robbing scene in that? Mm. God, that's my biggest fear. <laughs> just your partner goes down and then it's all on you. Like, I'd be like, just my luck. <laughs> Can you believe it? Have I told you about when my place got robbed as a kid? Uh, no, I'd love to hear this. It was a bit spooky. Oh, and there was a man in your backyard? Is this a story or is this a separate story about your childhood? Oh, 
No, that was when like there was a nude man. <laughs> Maybe he was a cop. He's <laughs> doing an investigation. G'day, mate. Just a routine inspection. If you see anything weird around here, make sure you call me. <laughs> he turns around on you. It's like what? I might have told this. Arsless chaps would before. be a good halfway. Yes, I mean often it. people are wearing the yeah, cop dude, the strippers. And then the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they all had to wear arseless chaps, I think that would make there'd be a much greater sense of like mm. of like oh. empathy, not horniness. <laughs> Maybe like empathy towards police officers. Yeah, be a bit fun. Yeah, and people would like them a lot more. I feel like that's a good because you know, undercut of a cops, they try and dress like drug dealers or something to try and be the opposite of cops, so no one suspects. Yeah, but that's obvious. That's what an undercover cop yeah, would exactly. do. Exactly. A really clever undercover cop should dress like a cop. Yeah. Because then no <laughs> okay. no undercover cop would dress like a cop. So they go into the drug ring. So they're in the, and they're just like a cop. cop, and they're like it's a gag. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just, not a cop. I'm not a cop. Yeah. But they're like ah, oh. <laughs> and they're but like we like this guy. He's funny. <laughs> he's good. And he's like he's, he's definitely like, I'm wearing not an a wire. As if someone would come in here wearing a wire. <laughs> They're like, oh, you got us again. This is great. <laughs> this guy's hilarious. And he's like, I do see a why there. He's like, yeah, it's just to record like all the laughs I get. I'm recording. You know? I'm so this funny. is going back to the police. See, that says Newtown Police Station. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as yeah. if I would record it back to Newtown Police Station. <laughs> I hate the police. I'm not a cop. Here's my badge. Here's my, <laughs> that's me. That's my home address. This is if I give you my home address. <laughs> These are my kids. <laughs> this is where they go to school. Please don't get yeah, in contact yeah, with them. Yeah, don't get in contact. They're not real, but it's like as if I would do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go looking for them. They're not real. <laughs> Definitely not real. And I, even if they were, I wouldn't care yeah, what you did with them. I wouldn't care because I'm not a cop. And I just I want to be in this gang. I really love this gang. Fuck, you guys are cool. You guys are so cool. Yeah, I cool. so impressed you guys so much. Well, did you not like the cop uniform? <laughs> I can change. Now he's bombing. <laughs> Whatever you want. He's like, don't listen to this at the station. <laughs> exactly. Don't, don't, don't remember this, me like this. This usually goes way better in other <laughs> missions. I mean, guys, what I mean. Uh, other gangs I've joined. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe it was a cop, but yeah, I think I might have told this before. But basically, that there, there was a nude man because my uh, the house I grew up in backed onto a park. Yeah, and there was a guy once. My dad was putting um, washing on the line, and a nude man, like at seven in the morning, or whatever. Yeah, kind of came out of the bushes. And my dad's like, what are you, hello? Hey. <laughs> are you okay? And then he was like, apparently, I don't know where I am. And my dad like explained uh-huh. where he was. And he's like, yeah, he's just had a big night. And he started listing all the drugs he did. Every story is about drugs. Dude, right. it does come back, yeah. And then my dad gave him my pants. Oh, great. Just That's to, nice. you know, gave him some he's pants. He's like, clean yourself up, mate. And then so, and that were some of my favourite pants. And so no. me as a 12-year-old... My no, but your like, dad oh. panicked. He's putting the clothes. He's probably putting the pants on the line. Oh, exactly. And he's like, yeah. just take this. He's like, I'm not giving my pants. <laughs> this fucking nude drug addict. Naked man in my house, <laughs> in my backyard. Get out of exactly. here. Did he shoo him away? I would no, get I like. I told a- him where to go. You know, that oh. would be well, how shit would that be to wake up nude, and then you like don't know where to go. Like, you'd yeah. be arrested most places you did go. You'd be scared. Like, how did he end up there? What drugs did he do? Who knows? My dad listed. I mean, at the time, I remember him listing the drugs. I'd never heard of any of them. Yeah, but um, still yeah, haven't the probably. time that uh, yeah, no, I still don't know what's going on. Um, the time I think my place got robbed a few times, but one time, which is creepy, was my parents, no, my dad and sister. It was Christmas. Mm. It was around Christmas because I think they would just bought a Christmas tree, a real one. Yeah, oh, and they get they stole back. the Christmas tree. <laughs> no, but that's where they were because no one was home. And then they get back home, and then there's a woman out the front. Yeah, and she's kind of looking around. Curiously, like she's lost something. And uh, dad goes up to her and he's like, oh, what's up? 
And she's like, um, I think she stops them, to be honest, because they start walking into the house. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I've lost my dog. No. My dog, Missy. I'm really looking for... She's like a little, you know, chihuahua or something. And she's she was here, but I... I oh, see so you haven't seen Missy. Missy! Starts, Missy starts yelling. Missy! As if she's there. And then she'll be like, I'm call, I'm trapped back here. Calling calling out to the dog. And then was like, yeah, I don't know where my uh, my my dog is, Misty. So starts calling out Misty no. instead of Missy. And that's when my dad's like, oh, this is a bit weird. Dad could be a cop. Exactly. <laughs> He's got a great nose for this stuff. <laughs> He's got pants on the ready. <laughs> He's like, do you want some pants? She's fully dressed. <laughs> <laughs> Could do with some more pants. <laughs> These move, be yeah. helpful. But then, um, yeah, they go inside and like the place is ransacked, and um, oh. they go, they run out the front because basically they think that she was the lookout, and then her, her notifying the people in the house was Misty was by going Missy, like by yelling, and that was like an excuse to yell. It's kind of genius, really. Yeah, but they were probably in the house, and they were like, the word was probably Missy. Yeah. And then she yelled Missy, and they were like, fuck, did you hear something? And they're like, like no, nah, nah. wrong word. And then they That's heard just it. her having fun. And then they heard Misty, and they're like, oh, it can't be her. <laughs> the safe word's Missy. <laughs> that's, that's a pedantic burglar that is definitely going to prison. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but, the word was Missy, you yelled Missy. <laughs> I'm staying in there. I was halfway through the jewelry. <laughs> but then they were gone, but then my dad walks out the front, and then she's gone. But then my dad, my sister was like 10. They get in the car, and they're like, Driving around looking for the woman. What? Yeah. What do you then, mean? Well, because she can't be far. But what's his play? Besides the pants well, thing, what else does he have? Well, calls the cops, and he says, "I'm tracking them." And he's like, "I'm there, there, yeah." And I've then got, we've got, they've got a tail. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. And then they, he finds, he sees them in like the park down the road. Yeah, he's like, sees the woman there, and he's like, "Yeah, they're in the park." And cops came, got him. What? Yeah, he chased them. And like stood no. with my ten year old sister in the car, being like, "There they are. We're going to wait here." I <laughs> and love then the cops that. come in. He sees them. And did he feel? Them. Did they tackle them to the ground? Did you get stuff back? No. So like they got her, but not the other people. The other yeah. people had all the stuff. So That's, was it a bad burglary? I forget exactly. I mean, from my perspective, I remember they stole my Game Boy, oh. which was like fuck off. Like I had saved up to a certain point. It's like. In Pokemon or whatever. Dude, that's so like pretty annoying. You'd and lost then, your pants the week before. <laughs> exactly. But then... Bad month for little Because Tommy. I think we were insured. So you get back what the thing was that was stolen. Mm. Not only do you get the same product, you get an equivalent product from now. So you actually get a better product. So you get two products. No, no, no. So if it's like a, oh, they a give TV you from four years ago, when you bought it, it was like, you know, the third best TV. Don't try to make these insurance companies sound like you, they're good people. Well, you, I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just what the policy was. So we got like a better TV. So it was good. Yeah. And, but then it was annoying because I remember I got, I had a Game Boy yeah. normal. I got a Game Boy Color. Yeah. Which I was, I was excited about. But then I only apparently had a budget for one game. Oh. And so, and I got like some game I didn't really like. And so it was a bit, and I didn't have Pokemon anymore. And I Dude, like so it's it, did, quite, it is a traumatic story it actually, from you. It you. did actually ruin my my Game Boy playing. I kind of got over it after that. Man, which is probably necessary, you know. I was twelve. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, to, time to move on. I was in the car the other day with my girlfriend, mm. and she's like, got a short fuse, right? And just this guy cut me off mm. in traffic. And she turns to me and she goes, in, like, not as a joke. Mm. She just goes, follow him. <laughs> 
like a deadly series. Follow him. It's like, what are you? What are we gonna do? We're gonna follow him to fucking to where Menai, and then <laughs> and then be like, hey, mate, remember me? Yeah, would have probably you, you wouldn't assume that it would be me because it was like forty five minutes ago, but. She was so she was like follow him, and I just knew that it's like I would. I was like no, because if I did, within ten minutes, I would have him. I'd be tailing him, and well, she would be taking selfies on Instagram or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And she'd be like, "Where the fuck are we going?" Well, it's one of those ones as well where it's like if you if you've got to fight the guy if it comes to it, like it's all easy. And then I've got to get out. And be like, oh, you follow, and they're like, do you, he's like, "Do you have a problem?" I was like, "No, really." No, like it's hard. Sydney traffic's pretty tricky. But I'm not going to let you go near her, but like I don't know what I'm. Doing. She's up there just texting her friends. She's in a group chat. It's she's busy, but she was she keen for it. me to confront oh, you about she this. She was. Can I? I don't think I told you I did the best um, road rage thing I've ever What'd done you do? this week. Kind of similar. You followed someone a bit, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> legitimately did. Nice. This is the most satisfying road rage incident I've ever been involved in. I was at it was at like night. I think it was on Christmas Eve, so not many cars out. Yeah, um, and I was at a red light. Okay, and I was ready. I wasn't even looking at my phone. <laughs> Um, it was near Central Station on like every, Like the assumption is everyone else or every other time you had a red light, yeah, you're looking at your phone. Totally. But basically the, the light goes green yeah. and the second it goes green, I'm hitting the accelerator and I start moving. Like, But after like 0.5 of a second after I went green, the car behind me, beep. Oh. Like they didn't give me any time. Like crazy. That's about them. They've got, st- they're late. They've got stuff going totally. on. Totally. But like, it's just so like pissed me off so much. Like, that's so annoying. Oh, so annoying. It's like I literally couldn't have done a better job. Yeah, you did. Sometimes it perfectly. that happens when they you've got to wait a few seconds before beeping if someone's at a if it's gone green. Unless you can see them, I think maybe on their phone and you know they haven't realized whatever. But I'm there. I went like as quick as possible. So I'm pissed off. I deliberately then am going slow as a bit of a show of like, fuck you. They are then a bit slow behind me for a bit, but then overtake. Mm. So they go around. I got a bit of a look at him. He's like middle-aged guy. Yeah. And in your head, you're like following. Yeah. So then, <laughs> but then, so he pulls up at the next red light and now I'm behind him. Oh, so you're um, your hands on the horn. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm ready for this. I'm like, this is perfect. As soon as it goes green. <laughs> and did he look back? I couldn't see it because it was night. Oh. So then... Um, the next light was green, but then the next light was red. So I'm behind him again. You did it again? And I did it a second time. Oh, my time. God. <laughs> he would have been like, what's going on? And then on the second time, he did a bit of like a quick stop to fuck with me. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> and then, you know, I'd like just got then in the left lane. Up. And then no, that's where, that was my turn. So then, Did I, you have to go past him yeah. to turn? Did you give him the finger or something? I didn't see. He wasn't. Um, he was now two lanes away or whatever. So, oh. yeah, no more interaction. But, like, I don't think I've ever had... Like a road rage incident that clean where I've just gotten revenge of just like the, the appropriate good? revenge as well. Because it's like, not I like mean, that's all a bit of fun, to be fair. Kind of. That's all just good, clean driving Absolutely. fun right there. And he did an annoying thing and then he get, got to feel how it fucking felt. Yeah. And he didn't like it. Which is annoying. And he didn't like it. He didn't like and it. And nor should all. he because it was very annoying to do. But it's rare that you get just, I mean, I'm describing revenge. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I would love to get some revenge. Mm. No one's done me wrong of late, but I would love to get some revenge. And if you want to hear more about my revenge, listen to the podcast next week. Oh. A podcast has changed my life. Dan, it's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be back. Come on, sit down, tuck in. <laughs> <laughs>